Crime stats for Sangamon County. Got the latest numbers here with Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell joining us in studio on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Sheriff, thanks for taking time. How are you? Good to hear. Um, glad you made it in studio. Yep. Uh, and uh, looking at these stats, uh, interesting numbers. And and just to start off here, is this just for Sangamon County, or is this also include other law enforcement agencies within the county? No, this is just specifically Sangamon County Sheriff's Office. Our our work, and specifically in uniform work. So our, our detectives' work doesn't even doesn't reflect in these stats either. So what kind of work would that be uh, when it comes to the uniform work? You know, if they're making an arrest on the spot, if, if we get sent to a location of a theft and, and the deputy makes an arrest on the spot, then that counts in these stats. But if they forward report to the investigations division and they develop a suspect and go get a warrant for the arrest, that actually is not reflecting these stats, just the way our system is set up. Gotcha. Um, so obviously uh, uh, systems change. Uh, we could see some updates to how these numbers are reported in the future. Right. So the FBI requires us to report these these specific crimes that you see on, on across the board here. And we currently use a summary uh, reporting system. But uh, effective uh, this year, as a matter of fact, there's something called NIBRS, which is National Incident Based Reporting System, is going to be what we go to. Well, that's going to be a, a, a more thorough um, and really reflective uh, way of, of reporting these crimes. So, for instance, if, if a person breaks into a house, commits a burglary, steals the car, and does a bunch of criminal damage in the house, technically you have three or four um, crimes there. But the only, the, the, the most serious is reported under this system. So this NIBR system we're going to go to is going to reflect all those crimes. So um, we actually probably here in a couple months, um, we will release those numbers for 21 because we're actually currently getting caught up under that system for 2021. So we'll release those and, and uh, talk about those again. We're talking with Sheriff Jack Campbell here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. We haven't even talked about the numbers yet. Just right. kind of giving a, a basis of what the numbers are and how the numbers could be changing in the future. But uh, looking at this, what, what are some of the things that stick out? to you uh, comparing the last four years of uh, crime stats for Sangamon County? Well, you know, the COVID years, absolutely, if you look at our, our numbers there, those uh, end of 19 into 20 and actually into 21, you see um, that even bad guys know that there's a virus out there. It's kind of like real cold weather. Our crime rates go down during very cold weather. So the, so the last couple of years really are not reflective, I don't think, because uh, they're skewed because of the virus, because there's just less people out. Um, but we we are overall we're very happy. I, I think you look back over uh, my tenure here so far, we've done a great job uh, of our guys on the street making arrests and reporting the crimes. And, and uh, overall, I think that, you know Sangamon County remains a very safe place to live. Looking at, uh, for instance, the 2021 numbers for theft compared to the two prior years, uh, much higher. But there was even more theft reported in 2018. What do you think uh, some of the, uh, the 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 factors are behind that? It, it appears to us the these thefts of catalytic converters that we see more and more of uh, scrap metal. Um, you know, we have uh, vacant or abandoned homes that people break into and pull the copper wiring out. And those seem to be uh, the number one driver uh, of the 21 numbers slightly going up. And, and uh, you know, hopefully, again, you know, what we see is you could have a you could literally have one person or a group of individuals that can skew the numbers because they go on this this spree. Um, and over my career, I've seen it many times where one person can do a lot of damage um, and really skew these numbers. But again, overall, I, I think that uh, these are very good numbers for us. And uh, you know, we're going to continue to drive these down. How can uh, the community help uh, with with crime fighting, with uh, keeping you know the eyes out? Because Sacramento yeah. County is a pretty big county. Yeah, eight hundred seventy-five square miles. It's big. A lot of uh, unincorporated areas out there. But if you see it, report it. If you see something suspicious, if a car doesn't belong. 
belong. You know, we know our rural partners out there knows what cars and, and vehicles belong in that area. Uh, report it. And and oftentimes, you know, I've talked to people um, at events and they'll say, well, I, I saw something, but I didn't want to bother you. You're not bothering us. This is what we do for a living. Please call us. Take a picture if you can. You know, nowadays with the uh, cell phones, take a picture of a car that doesn't belong. If you can, you know, if there's a car parked in a driveway and you can go by and get a, a picture of the license plate, do that. Do your part and report anything suspicious you see. Something else, too, uh, as part of the uh, stats you put out were uh, arrests. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at some of that, uh, you've got, for instance, uh, again, the theft, uh, which was a high category uh, for reports mm-hmm. of theft. But when it comes to arrests of theft, uh, that dropped dramatically from 2018, 2019 to uh, 2020 and 2021. It sure did. And, and I can tell you why. We had a record number of retirements in 2021. Oh, wow. We had 10 deputies retire. So if you think about that, it takes me a while to replace them the way our system is set up. We have to send them through a police academy, field train them. Well, on the, at the same time, Greg, we have to have a deputy training that individual. So I, when we have an opening, I really lose two deputies doing that specific job. So I did, you know, our, our number of arrests are down. But again, this is only reflective of people in uniform. So our detectives are following up on these cases and getting arrest warrants. Um, but but overall, I, I expect in 22, we'll see those arrest numbers go up because we'll be fully staffed and fully trained up. And yeah, same thing as well, a dramatic drop off for arrests of uh, aggravated assault and aggravated battery, mm-hmm. uh, quite substantial. Uh, from 71 in 2020 to just seven in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously when people get arrested, uh, Sheriff, they, they have to go to the jail. Right. Uh, the, the, this uh, isn't necessarily part of these uh, statistics that uh, your office released, but mm-hmm. let's talk about the jail for a bit. Uh, obviously, uh, COVID-19 has had uh, its ups and downs. It's a roller coaster for uh, jails being able to transfer uh, detainees to the state's prisons mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, what's the current situation like with the Sangamon County Jail when it comes to occupancy and uh, the relation with uh, IDOC? So, you know, we've been uh, over capacity for, for many, many months now. And in fact, the sheriffs in Illinois had to sue the Department of Corrections to force them to adhere to the statute that requires that we transfer these inmates that have been sentenced. Um, and they just refused to take them, you know, and their excuse was COVID. Well, we have we have COVID in Simon County also. So you're not doing us any good. Um, and our we're rated capacity of 314 beds. Two days ago, I had 366 inmates in there. We've always said that if we're under 350, it's a manageable number, and and you know we've we've been able to do that. Well, we had uh, 32 that were transferred uh, day before yesterday out to Department of Corrections. They've been waiting. I've got 10 more of those still ready to go to Department of Corrections. I've got seven or eight that have been declared unfit for trial. That the state of Illinois with DHS are not are not taking these inmates out of our custody. In addition to that, we you know we're we're partners with our federal government here, and and we house many of their inmates that are waiting trial to, um, in the federal courthouse. And uh, we've they they've actually moved a few out for us. We keep about fifteen to twenty all the time for them, uh, but they came in and f- moved a few of those out too to give us a little headspace. So we're down to about three twenty, and uh, and that really is a great number for us. So it's, it's well, much it's better. Well, it's kind now. of hovering yeah. right around the the max capacity. Is right, that right, right. But again, under. 350 is manageable. And I want to add, um, as a segue, what we were talking about earlier, that we have encouraged because of COVID for our deputies and every surrounding agency to give more notices to appear. So when you see these number of arrests down this low, they've been a lot of them on a misdemeanor theft report or or something. They've been giving a notice to appear. So technically, they'll have to come in and answer for it. We just take them to jail that day again because of COVID and capacity. We're talking with Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell here on the WMAY morning news feed. Of course, the latest crime stats. Can people find this information online? 
Uh, we will post it on our website. Absolutely. It, it's it's the public needs to know and they deserve to know what's happening in the county. And we will make it available to them. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, some of the reporting of these numbers may change in the months ahead, at least in how you guys are collecting the data, how it's parsed out and how it's reported. Correct. Out. We actually are finishing up as we speak all of 2021 under this new NIBR system. So here after we accumulate that put it on a spreadsheet and look at it ourselves and we'll release it to you guys. And, and again, we can come in and talk about it again, but it will be more reflective of what's really happening in Salmon County. Anything else top of mind with the sheriff's office? You that, know, uh, the weather is, has been the big driver here. And uh, it seems like every time we catch a break and, and it goes away and melts and then we get hit again. But again, just it's slick out there today. today. I told is. you it took me a while to get here today because yeah. it's still pretty slick, but just be careful out there. Very slick. Uh, the highway on the, on the road this morning was, uh, it's like an ice rink. No snow on it, but uh, it was very, very slick. Uh, definitely want to take your time out there. It's kind of crunchy uh, as uh, freezing overnights caused whatever's on the ground to just uh, almost permafrost. So uh, be careful out there. Uh, Sheriff, greatly appreciate you taking the time Good with us you. this morning. Absolutely. It is the WMAY morning news feed now at 7.50. And